Hello and welcome to Home Partners of America's Welcome Home Podcast. My name is Sophia Basir and I am the Business Development Manager for Home Partners of America's East Side of the Country, a licensed real estate agent for over 12 years and soon to be broker and I'm also your host. We'll have a new episode twice a month on every other Wednesday. We've started this podcast to help provide more detail and clarity to our amazing lease purchase program, which started in 2012 after the mortgage crisis. Today, we're speaking with Senior Manager in Inspections, Mark Borniak. We'll be speaking with Mark about the inspection process and what our team is looking for in the homes that we purchase. Mark, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Sophia. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. And um, so I'm going to just get into it. Um, please let us know how long you've worked with Home Partners and what your role is, please. Yes, I've been with the company for a little over three and a half years. Um, I started out in inspections and am now the inspection senior manager um, for that team. Uh, prior to that, I was a and still am also a real estate broker um, licensed in uh, currently five states for the company, and I was in property management and also a house flipper. That's amazing. So I'm also licensed in five states, Mark. <laughs> That's wild. It's, we all know how hard it is. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of states and a lot of education, but okay, moving on to inspections. That's so interesting. Um, so I believe it varies depending on what market we're in, but what is the range of our inspection contingency period? What's like the time frame? Um, so right now, and I don't want to make agents in, in different markets, um, you know, jealous of, of, of other markets, but um, currently the lowest would be five business days. And um, the highest would be in some of our middle markets that we're just starting out in would be probably about 12 calendar days. Mm -hmm. um, and so it can fall anywhere in between We've really spent the last year uh, working with our inspections company to get these cycle times down because we've seen that sellers want uh, the shortest inspection periods possible. And so we've, we've really worked with our vendors to, to try to get these cycle times down and, and really try to uh, get, get offers accepted based on these cycle times. That's great. And why do we have an inspection period uh, before purchasing? Why? Uh, so actually a great question. I, it, it, it's a few reasons. So um, as a corporate buyer, we obviously have investors that we need to make sure we're buying quality homes for if, if it's something that the resident does not purchase and ends up in our portfolio. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, uh, we're, we're looking for, for issues that a normal buyer would look for because we do assume that our residents may purchase the home. And so we're looking out for their best interests to make sure that there are no underlying issues, um, you know, after purchase or also when they're living in the home that create uh, maintenance work orders and things like that. So we're looking out for, for everyone's best interest there. And the other uh, reason is we use it to kind of come up with what we think our make ready is going to be after we close on the home. And so we have sort of an idea of what needs to be done, how much time it, it should be taking us, um, anything we may need to communicate with our residents. And so um, it, it also serves, serves as sort of a scope of work once we close on the home. Okay, thank you for that info. So I got this question a ton when I was a, a, a regional account manager. Um, 
it's if will we ever waive an inspection for a home? I know that we have no mortgage contingencies, no appraisal contingencies, but will we ever waive an inspection for a home? So um, yes and no. It, it's a, a bit of a, a complicated answer because the, the term waive, I think, to most agents would mean that we're not going to do an inspection at all, mm -hmm. uh, that we're going to purchase the home as, as is <clears throat> um, sight unseen just based on what, what is on the MLS. Um, unfortunately, we're not able to do that. We do need to have the inspection done. We do need to view the home uh, before we close on the home as, as part of our requirements. But we have been piloting um, programs in a few states for newer homes, specifically 15 years and newer currently in a few markets such as Seattle, Phoenix, um, and a couple other more I can't remember off the top of my head. But we've essentially looked at the data and we've seen that homes that are 15 years or newer have a very low likelihood of terminating or having large issues that we can't handle on our own after make ready. Mm -hmm. And so we've been offering... Um, we still need to do the home inspection, but we waive our inspection contingency. And so we don't have an ability to ask for anything or terminate the contract based on the inspection. And so um, we are looking into expanding these in new markets, but whether it's a market that is, is we're doing this or not, I would highly encourage uh, newer homes have a history of being more successful to get through. And so that's why we're doing this. I wouldn't imagine we would waive home inspection contingencies on older homes anytime soon. Yeah, it sounds like it's a matter of like wear and tear, right? The longer somebody's been in a home or a home has been um, around or built for, it's going to have a lot more wear and tear. So it makes um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's that age where everything such as the roof, the mechanicals, it all starts to get towards the end of its useful life at around 15 years. Yeah, so I purchased my house and it was a 2001. So I've had it for... Um, four years now, and I had to get a new roof, right? So you'd think that the roof would be like, okay, but I had to get a new roof because it started leaking. So yeah, totally, 100% get that uh, 15 years. Absolutely. Later. Yeah. What are you looking for during the inspection, um, the good, the bad, and anything in between to give us a clear sign if we will or will not be moving forward with a property? Sure. So we've obviously got what I would consider our, our major categories that we think can present an issue. So that would be major structural issues, um, either with the foundation or, um, you know, some sort of detached structure, something that could present a liability. Decks, a lot of, uh, you know, high, decks that are high off the ground sometimes are an issue. So structural concerns. Um, then there would be sort of the moisture penetration slash organic growth category. Um, so, you know, a, a leaky crawl space or a basement, um, a leaky roof that's been going on for a while that has led to some discoloration or maybe some mold growth. Um, so that, you know, kind of the moisture category. And then I would say antiquated wiring and plumbing. So any, any really antiquated building materials that can present a hazard or, an issue with a residents living in the home. So for instance, um, galvanized piping is known to, to clog over time and reduce the water flow. And all of a sudden you can't take a hot shower. And so when we see old piping, old wiring, it, it, it's usually something that we need to either address or ask the sellers to address. Um, another category would be environmental concerns. So asbestos, um, any home built prior to 1978 has the potential to have it. 
in various different building materials. Um, we also see certain types of attic insulation, underground buried oil tanks, uh, things of that nature that would kind of qualify as environmental concerns. So those would be sort of the major categories which would cause a home to terminate. Um, and as far as the in-between items, we're looking for things that we're able to price. Uh, so for instance, if a home needs a new roof, that's fairly straightforward. We, we should be able to put a dollar figure on that. Um, you know, maybe some outlet switches don't work, things of that nature. So typically we're, we're trying to price everything we can and, and review the report and see if these are items that we can handle on our own. But those major categories are typically the ones that we don't feel comfortable taking on or moving forward past closing with uh, a potential risk with something like that. So those are the ones that we typically have to ask the seller to perform repairs on. Um, and our inspections requests can be seller repairs. They could be credits towards us doing the repairs, or it could be a combination of the two. Um, so typically things in those major categories would be a, a seller repair request, and then everything else may be um, just a, a credit that we would we would then take on ourselves. Okay. If it's a seller um, re repair request or if it's something that does need to be repaired, does it have to be um, done before closing, be uh, before we close on the home? Yes, it, it needs to be done before closing with qualified contractors. So if it's a specific trade, such as a licensed electrician or licensed plumber or a mold remediation company, um, we, of course, can't accept, you know, Home Depot receipts uh, that, that the homeowner did on their own. That It needs to be qualified contractors. And we need all those invoices prior to closing. Uh, of course, the sooner the better. And then our department, if there are any delays that, that happen as a result of these seller repair, repairs, we also handle um, any changes in, in dates and things like that. Okay. Thank you for that information. So during the inspection process, what department should our agents be reaching out to for updates? Uh, great. So the inspections process, I would say, really begins once the home is, is con contingent in our operations platform or once we're under contract. That is when the home inspection order goes out to our inspections company and we start looking to get the report back and start reviewing it. Mm -hmm. um, so once the offer stage is completed, we've negotiated the offer, your next point of contact would be the inspections team. Um, and so what what we, we obviously have all, all of our contractual deadlines in mind, and we're working on various different deadlines that are coming up. Um, so we, you know, we, we have to sort of prioritize these a little bit, but um, generally anytime after, after the contingent phase, you'll, you'll be working with the inspections team. So we typically send our request along with the report once we have everything reviewed, and then you can go ahead and respond to inspections. Anybody that has any questions regarding the inspection report, um, even if the, the home inspector, there's an issue with the home inspector, they'd like to know what the results are, that would all be handled with the inspections department. Um, we don't handle things like disclosures and um, items that would have happened during the, the contract negotiation process. Okay, so I'm going to ask a, one another question. Um, well, just maybe a comment. Um, and home partners, we're the buyer. So any communication with regards to the inspection or things that do come up with the inspection, that agent is supposed to communicate with home partners because we're the cash player, right? 
Absolutely. We're the client. Yep. And so our agents are the go-between just in any other transaction with the listing agent. So they forward what, what the department send to them and work with the listing agent. If there is one, or if it's a for sale by owner, they'd be reaching out to the owner. And so they're our point of contact. They're our representation in, in the contract. And so they, they receive all the documents and the inspection report from us. And then they represent us, uh, you know, with the other side of the transaction. Awesome. Okay. And okay. So this is kind of a broad question, but how can the buyer's agent help our team in any way during this process? Are there like some key points that you can, um, you know, point out um, just so they can be more successful on with helping you guys and helping them um, just during this inspection phase? Sure. Um, so I can start with definitely reviewing our property criteria on our website. Um, there's a, a quick bullet point right on the website, but there's also a great document that marketing has put together um, that really kind of gets into detail on what type of homes we're looking for, what are some of the disqualifiers as far as the condition, and, um, and, and really going through that prior to going to view a home so that you know what the red flags are to look for, what the issues are that may come up on inspection. Um, that's definitely just, just a good practice to, to make sure you know that this is something that's going to be an issue. You know, maybe it shouldn't even be submitted or maybe you should run it by the, the team first, uh, you know, before, before spending the time on it. So I would definitely try to, you know, encourage everyone to, to do their education on what our criteria is and, and what type of homes we're looking for, which is on the website there. Mm -hmm. The other thing I would, I would highly suggest is to just make sure that, that everyone's responding to the right department. And there's instructions that also come on automatic emails that go out, but we, we lose a lot of time when messages or, or, you know, email phone calls are sent to the wrong departments and they then need to get forwarded. So um, the buyer's agent can really help just making sure they're responding to the right team. If it's an inspections matter, not that they're not going to the offers team. Um, and, and so really try to, you know, help out all the different teams so that we, we can manage our inboxes and that everyone's getting the proper communication. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's generally the majority of it as far as updates. Um, the other thing is as far as general updates and, and um, how they can help is we do get a lot of sort of volume on, let's say, Mondays or after holidays. Um, and so we, we do appreciate, you know, agents reaching out and, and letting us know what our deadlines are, but it's also important for them to understand that we're juggling a lot of different deadlines and we may have four or five different situations. And if we're not getting back, it's only because we're, we're just trying to get an answer. We may have to reach out to operations or, or project management. And so we're, we're trying to manage all the deadlines. We're aware of the deadlines. We know that listing agents may be being difficult um, but we, we will respond and, and, you know, we are aware of the deadlines and, um, we just ask for a little bit of patience, especially when we're dealing with high volume. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this has been our busiest year, right? This has been our Absolutely. It's, it's, it's been the never ending summer <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. Exactly. We, we love purchasing these homes and getting folks into homes, but it has been very busy in all departments and all levels. Um, so thank you so much for that information. And I asked this question to all of our, um, our operations team members, 
Is there anything that you would like to add um, that would help, uh, that would be helpful for our listeners to know about the inspection process? Because you're the absolute expert. Uh, I guess just maybe two sort of points. Um, one, that it is a process. Um, you know, please understand that we're, we're, there's a lot of factors involved in making these decisions, a lot of teammates involved. We try to make all these deals work. Um, but it is a process and, and, um, you know, we, we do from a commercial perspective, try to be like an average home buyer and, and try to look out for the same concerns. Um, but, but also that, you know, it, it, we are a corporate buyer and we do have, have tenants that we're looking out for that, that are going to be our, you know, our residents that are our future tenants. And so, um, it is a process. And then also, I think I would encourage residents, agents, any future homeowner, uh, to do their own research on items that are issues with, with any home, uh, a lot of information available on the internet, you know, when we terminate a home due to polybutylene piping, um, you know, it, it, you can just simply Google that and see why, why it's an issue for us. So I think it, it's good for any home buyer to kind of do their own research. If, if we, you know, present a couple concerns on an inspection report, um, you know, it's usually because it's coming from somewhere that we've, we've run across it before. And so I think anyone, agents, future homeowners, future residents, I think, you know, definitely encourage them to look at issues that, that come along with any home and, and, you know, be informed. That's such great information. Thank you so much, Mark, for taking the time to speak with me and us. Um, to all who are listening or watching, we'd like to have a truly audience-engaged podcast. So please email your questions and episode suggestions to me at welcomehomeathomepartners.com. Please also sub subscribe um, on Spotify, iTunes. We're on all of the major platforms, our YouTube channel. We'll have a link to our Home Partners of America site listed at the bottom of each episode also. Thank you for watching and or listening, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. So until next time, thank you again, Mark. Thanks, everyone, for watching. <laughs>